Welcome to the Lost Signals Discusses Film and TV. Using the revolutionary Manzor Mosi Thurlow scale, or MOTS, we scrupulously review these art forms with an emphasis on narrative structure. Join us for another entertaining episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Signals Reviews Film and Television. So we are focusing on international films this year because it's really a blind spot of ours. For sure. We haven't covered it as much. Quote, unquote, critics. (laughs) And we we want to get the maximum amount of pretension possible. Mm, So we are reviewing the famous film, which I've never seen prior to this, but and I wish I had prior, Cinema Paradiso. 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 Although I keep pronouncing it Paradiso, that's probably it's, my fault. It's the, uh, it's the natural thing to yeah. do, I think. Cinema Paradiso. I'm Jonathan E. Manzer, here with Scott Lola. Excuse <laughs> It's Stephen Ramosi. <laughs> How are you? All right, uh, Stephen, would you like to start off with the funny logline? Yeah. This is, we watched the flames down in Italy. His name is Toto, everybody. <laughs> yes. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to do the plot. Speaking of Toto... We start off with, well, first of all, we start off with a large scroll of the... <laughs> of the many accolades this film had, had earned, yes. True. Uh, we get it. But uh, it it starts off with a older, world-weary, lovelorn director who finds out that his childhood father figure slash BFF... Slash mentor, kind of. Yeah, has passed away, and he decides to return to his home and he muses on what his childhood was like and we go to a kind of coming of age tale about this young boy growing up uh in, in a small like town world war one era italy i believe it's sicily is where uh, like, or like sicily, near yes. sicily yeah. no i think it is specifically yeah. sicily and he, he loves movies and the cinema paradiso is the local cinema uh the Church edits the films to get rid of all the nasty stuff. Uh, and he grows up, grows older. There's a tragic fire that happens, which burns uh, his Alfredo, uh, who's the gentleman who's his mentor. And uh, it's him growing up falling in love, that love disappearing, and him eventually leaving to pursue his dreams of becoming a film director. What I really like about this is... They set it up so that it adds a lot of mystery to where the film is going. Why hasn't he returned home? Why hasn't he seen his mother in 30 decades? years or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is, does he have this closeness with uh, Alfredo and what led it? And so as you're watching the film, sometimes the answer quickly, some of these questions start like uh, linger and then mm. you. They give you like some breadcrumbs here and there yeah. so, to, to some angles. Yeah. So it's not only a coming of age tale. But it, it's coming a chill with questions to or answers to questions that you have that like uh, that you had to figure out as they go forward, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think that the character arc of specifically the ending of this film is magnificent. Uh, there's a they take uh, Alfredo had taken all of the cut scenes of kissing and had spliced it together into a. Uh, one big reel yeah, yeah. Montage. and they play it to this great orchestral score it's 
absolutely like beautiful. I didn't see it coming, mm. uh, and I was very surprised by it. And it, it teaches him at the end that not only the appreciation of what he had as a child and make him fall in love with movies again, but I think it also is the cathartic what he needed to get over the woman he lost mm. and for him to recognize getting over that hurt. Mm. And I think it, it, you, you see a man who was kind of embittered throughout become whole again. And I, I really appreciated that. To a degree, like he finds himself, you might want to say. And yeah, like that was Alfredo's like, you know, final gift to him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I agree. Like I had never seen this film. Even we knew of it, but as you said, we're trying to expand our horizons a bit. And yes, I, I enjoyed it <clears throat> quite a bit throughout. I'm not sure how to score it. Like I, I'm giving it a two at least for sure. So I'll let you guys like maybe talk a bit in, in a sec. But yeah, I was quite, it tracked me along through the whole journey. And yes, I do believe um, Toto slash Salvador, I believe is his actual name. I did like following his journey. Basically, the whole movie is a flashback, as you said, like a reminiscence of him, of his childhood, once he learns of the death of his mentor, Alfredo, who sort of got him into movies in the first place, or at least helped him along to love the cinema itself. And yeah, it was very nicely spread out, if you will. Like, like you said, sort of the mysteries, like questions of his childhood and as he turned teenager and like a young man, and then why did he leave and so forth and like what his life is like. So yeah, I, I I thought it was quite strong. I did feel though, like you guys might disagree, that it was a little like a bit long. It felt a bit long to me in a few places, not a lot, and not the whole time, just here and there. So that might be the reason I might dock it just a little bit of a percentage. But other than that, yeah, I thought it was a really well done story, very strong arc, and I enjoyed it throughout. Yeah, I I really appreciated the character arc that that they had in this, um, and you know we'll talk about that again in protagonist for sure. But I think that I am going to give this a three in terms of just a plot uh, because it's a strong story throughout. I thought, you know, you had all the parts there that you needed of like a uh, <clears throat> a well done story structure. The yeah, only thing the only thing that and, you know, you, you did a really good job on this one of, of kind of explaining this, the important points of the of the film. But you see. Salvatore in three different parts of his life mm. and the three actors that play him do a really good job of expressing what's going on with his character as as you're going through it. I was going to say the only thing that I was even considering docking the plot points for or a point for was so this story is kind of told in like little snippets and stories of his childhood kind of, but it's all somewhat chronological and it, it is and, and you know there's nothing wrong with doing that there were certain parts of it where i felt like slightly one scene was disconnected from the next mm. a little bit but i don't think that's anywhere near enough for me to dock at a point uh, on in terms of plot i thought it was a really strong and well done movie that did have a really good thread that uh ran throughout and those few little points were I felt a little bit of disconnection. I don't think we're that big of a deal. So I will agree with you that it felt a little bit slow, specifically to me in the teenage years. But I understand why. Because for the entire point, if I am correct with my interpretation of the last scene in that, it has to sell the romance as being something significant. Sure. And it's a romantic look at that part of his life is probably not the most interesting aspect of him. But... It has to feel like there, there's weight there's like behind a payoff it. And it's not end. just a fly-by-night. It mm. has been a long process of them getting together, them even overcoming distance, and then it just fading with time as it 
life happens. happens. Yeah, true. Uh, now, this is an interesting point to bring up that I think believe the original ending had them getting together at the very end. I did not know mm-hmm. that. But I completely disagree. I completely agree with them taking that out because yeah. by him just getting over it, I think is a much worthier goal. And to another point is that, yes, it's the same character throughout, but since you see the elder spurs through, it's almost as if there's one character going through two mm. complete story arcs. Mm. His youthful sure, story yeah. arc and True. him as an older person coming to grips with how his past like uh, and what the current state of his town is like and coming in and learning from that. So I'm probably going to give it a three. All right. I believe you guys have somewhat convinced me. Like I said, I was never like dead set on a two. Just again, and as you mentioned, Steve, there were small like little – if I was going to do that, it would be a nitpick at best. So yeah, I, I do agree that it's stronger than it is like – than it falters in you know a very handful amount of spots mm-hmm. or less even. So yeah, I think I'll end up giving it a three because I thought it was well done overall. And I do like, like your um, – what you said at the end there, E. Like, so it's almost like two character arcs even though they're the same character. Right. So I thought that was a pretty pretty well done, um, nice little way to uh, meld them together. Yeah, yeah, and and the the splicing of I, I I really liked. So they don't use like cutbacks to the present day Salvatore very much until the very end. Yeah. When they it's do, bookends it, it's yeah. it's like really impactful that you like see his. You know, it, a lot of it's just him like laying on his side like he is right in the beginning of the movie, mm. but it really puts a exclamation point on like whatever scene they they've just done like you know i i think overall this is just a really well done movie in terms of um the way that it's structured and i will agree i'm gonna give it a three for that for All sure right. okay so themes with scott Alrighty, so i requested this uh one specifically like when we were like debating like, or writing out which ones we're gonna get so you guys might have noticed this but to toto slash like the cinema is his church and like mm-hmm. there's a lot of juxtapositions there's even like direct shots like there's more than a couple of shots of the Virgin Mary that juxtaposed with like a shot of the of the cinema. Mm. Like he starts off as an altar boy, but immediately runs like when when mass is over, he runs up to the um to the projectionist where Alfredo is doing it. And so like I I mean I noticed that parallel and like that kind of like I thought was not in your face. Like I was very well well organically and subtly, if not subtly, like nicely placed in there. So it's there, it's obvious enough, but it's not like overpowering. But I just noticed that, and like, and I thought it was well done because it shows through his character. And then, as you follow, as the movie unfolds, you see more and more moments of it where it's almost as if, like, um, the whole, for the whole town, like the theater is more important than the church itself as well, mm-hmm. in a sense. And like, they like everyone gathers there, everyone's like sort of worshiping, if you will, at the altar of film. Yeah. So I thought that was very, very nicely done throughout. And yes, there's like the coming of age story, like, and the the young YA romance, uh, like sort of whirlwind tale there. And, and his teenage and like, I guess when he's like 19 or 20 or so, it was when he leaves ta- um, his small town. I just, but I'm just saying, I noticed that and I thought it was really well integrated throughout. It was never over the top, but it was clearly there. And I liked the way it was interspiced throughout. So I think that's major, like cinema sort of like saved his life, if you will, or like mm. it became his God in a yeah. sense. Mm. And he, he found God again at the end in a sense as well. Yeah. I, I really like that point. And, um, it's really, it's really interesting how, in the beginning, when he's a kid, cinema, the cinema and the church are completely interconnected. Yeah, and then as exactly. it goes on, they become separate things. Uh, like even the priest has the less town. control yeah, over the it. Priest had, at one point, they show a kiss and he's like, I won't watch pornography. <laughs> and he's like, you never really see him again 
uh, at least in terms of like in the cinema. Yeah. So, but the cinema also becomes more hedonistic as it goes on. Right. There are, I believe there's a couple having sex in there when there's uh-huh. a yeah, hooker there in there at yeah, one point. A bunch of kids, kids jerking kids off. Kids are jerking off. I knew you were going to yeah. mention that. Yeah. And at the in, sexy in, scenes. In a, in a way, I don't know if that's him lamenting the lack what? of. Uh, as the innocence. age has progressed, mm. uh, we be, like anything that you hold sacrosanct becomes corrupted, or if it's kind I'm of kind that of like loss that, of but... community. I, I'm not exactly 100 percent sure what, uh, what I was going for, aside from that it was effective with what this kind of what he was. Mm. This See, I like that. That's interesting. I don't like. I don't know. I didn't view that as like a. I don't think he portrayed it in a negative way. I think it was just like a different era of. Uh, the cinema and sort of the march of social I was, progress. Yeah, I was reading about this of. movie a bit before we came on, and he said before the film came out that it was meant to be like an obituary to uh, the the cinema, the traditional cinema, and an obituary to like traditional movies in general. And then after this did really well, uh, he never mentioned that again. <laughs> uh, gi- uh, the director's name is Giuseppe uh, Tornatore, and. Uh, yeah, he was so, too successful. I, yeah, I think that's really funny. Like he mm. went, set out to make a movie about the death of film and ended up kind of reviving it, like, in, film itself, like revitalizing it mm. in Italy and you know, like to some degree, like worldwide. This movie won a ton of awards, like all over the damn place. It's it's weird because I really dislike <laughs> nostalgia, but this is perhaps one of the best love letters to mm. a, a past to film that itself. I've ever yeah, seen. but and, right, and really well phrased. The best part about that is the entire movie. The you know, mentor Alfredo is telling the kid not to be nostalgic. Don't look back. You always have to look forward and like move on and see what's happening next. Like that was, I think his idea when he was, when uh, Tornatore was making the movie was like, look, this is, this is what was, we need to move on to what's yeah, going but, to be. But also and then, the scene occurred though, <clears throat> that when the mother was going out to see him, dragging along the, uh, the yarn, yeah. the line of yarn mm-hmm. there, saying so like, even though he did leave, that kind of connection right. was always present there. So, yeah, it's kind of like that fight between moving and in the end, that the purpose of him getting over something that he was holding on to with the love and moving on from that, but using what he loved in the past yeah, to get out of that. To do so that, it's yeah. it's really a complex, it's a nuanced idea yeah. that mm-hmm. he's presenting. No, yeah, I, mean, I, I agree with all that, and yeah, you know, like. I'm going to even theme's a very strong one because of all that. Because you can see sort of the main angles that I think I laid out and that you mentioned that, yeah, <laughs> it's odd if you think about it that you mentioned it, that like he's using nostalgia to get over nostalgia yeah. in, in a sense. Yeah. And I thought that is a neat idea and it was definitely well integrated. So Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I... But just like sort of film cinema as a temple almost. Like I think that was quite clearly there. And, and like I said, very well done, woven throughout the story mm. of his life. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. I, I don't... I think I have too much more to say on this topic, but yeah, very strong themes. Okay, well, you have another topic to talk about, which is antagonist. Antagonist. This is probably the toughest one. Yeah. I don't see there being any real antagonist. In fact, the main antagonist that I see in this film, I guess, is like his is is uh, Salvatore or Toto's uh, dislike of his small town, but he doesn't really seem to dislike it all that much. He's got a job that he loves mm-hmm. while he's there, you know, especially in his teenage years. He's got, you know, the love of his life who eventually leaves him, which, like, I guess, sends him away, you know, drives him away. But it doesn't seem like this town is done all that bad by him. But for some 
reason, and I guess it's just because of his own life, his mentor, Alfredo, is telling him he's got to leave. Like, you've got to go away. Never come back. Don't talk to me ever again, or I won't, like, let you in my house. Like, all this stuff. And it's, and I get, I get what the, what the film's trying to say, but I don't see that small town life as, like, a very strong antagonist. It was a Harry and the Henderson moment. <laughs> yeah. It, it go, yeah. It, it, because I feel that, um, Alfredo was, Worried about the complacency with someone he cared yeah. about. Yeah, kind of. I kind of got that same vibe. Leave before you fall prey get like stuck to a small in here and in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I pretty much uh, got, gathered that as well. At least got that from it. And yeah, so then that means I sort of mostly agree that there isn't like it's not a fault of the film or the story or anything, but mm-hmm. there's no real antagonistic element that I think rises to the degree to give it a, a one to. Yeah, I agree here. with that. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going to come down. Uh, on again, that. I don't think it would have been better for having. Yeah, a, I think it right. probably would have lost something. In fact, if they if that if the film tried to do that. Yeah, well, I mean, who knows what they could have written in? But if they try to shoehorn in yeah, something exactly. as an antagonist, it would have felt more antagonistic in. element. It would have yeah, it would have yeah. uh, taken away from and it, it would have suffered broader. I, I, I think. Yeah. How about? Old school film uh, reels that caught fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the nitrate in the old films yeah. is the antagonist, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if that never happened, he might not have run the yeah, uh, parody. That was yeah. an unfortunate accident, but it did inform uh, you know the, the the path that he took through life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. lucky that guy won the lottery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. So he could uh, buy and revitalize the cinema itself in town. Yeah, right. yeah, I think I'm going with the zero for antagonist for everything uh, we just said. Well. Yeah, I, I think it makes sense to do so here. So Agreed. speaking of ones, though, I. Like Toto in all three stages. Mm. I know you're not a fan of kids, but I thought, yeah, he, he was the finest character. Uh, I thought he actually had good comedic timing with Alfredo. I actually mm. think Alfredo was at his best when he was interacting, he was like young. the son he never had. Yeah, in mm. that part, teenage Toto was, I think, the weakest one. See, I probably enjoyed him more, than, uh, but I mean, like again, yeah, f- a fine character thing. But I, I really love. The older director, Toto, specifically, he didn't have many lines, but his expressions, either when yeah. laying in bed and reflecting on his past, or in the final scene where you watch him like sort of go through his- all of these emotions yeah. in, and the, the way it, And Simon, tr- too. He's just watching yeah, the fucking like the, the expressions on his face, and like, that, that, it actually moved my cold stone heart. Yeah. Actually, we we uh, you mentioned this uh, movie precast as you know something that may not have ever come about if it wasn't for this. But the end of "Call Me by Your Name" kind of harkens to this. To that, like yeah. you know, you you have uh, the character just sitting there by the fire, going through this whole range of emotion on his face. And, like the only thing you have to work on is there's no dialogue, there's no anything other than this character, like mm. sitting and living with this like huge this, moment, yeah. this broad range of like shit that he's going through you know? I, I meant to mention this in themes when we do right now Italian cinema does life affirmation like no <laughs> other uh, business whether this movie life is beautiful mm. uh, call it by your name I believe it's American director but it's an Italian director mm. like for, somehow mm. they have the ability to capture like these small little moments and They're not as burdened as us Americans it seems <laughs> yeah, well, we, we gotta impart our cynicism everywhere sure of course they're like drink wine live life it's amazing yeah no that's funny but I mean I don't I do agree with it like there's it's always like a touch of that that you can see and certainly in this one so yeah yeah 
I am going to give it a one. Yeah, I'm giving Toto slash Avatar a one. Like you said, like I think all three actors who portrayed him in all three um, stages of his life did a very good job and were uh, very believable. And I believe it was the same character throughout. Mm-hmm. And, and, and his relation to when we get to it, uh, Alfredo as well. That's a that's a really good point. Yeah, as you mentioned. And, previous, oh, sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I was going to say. Well, I will talk about it in a minute. But like you know, is in insofar as him, like you you definitely believe that Toto, you know, child Toto is the same as like mm-hmm. old Toto. In the same way, they do a really good job with his mother, who we'll talk about in just a minute. Yeah, but I'm giving him a one uh, for Protega, for sure. Just one last minute. Since we talked about the actors for Chell, we did mention previously that the both of the uh, narrative threads that they uh, – or the arcs worked really well. So yep, I just wanted to – sure. Scott, on to you with uh, secondary. All right. So I guess we have to say Alfredo, of course, is the most important secondary character. I mean, like, like you said, he's the mentor for Toto. And he certainly is the, the crux slash the catalyst, we'll say, that sort of puts him on his path of, of loving cinema and like mm-hmm. learning, learning to be a projectionist and so forth. Like that was, Toto's like sort of like almost annoyingly like interrupting him in the projectionist booth all the oh, time. Until yeah. he finally like, you know, sort of like acquiesces to like, okay, I'll teach you. Like you can come over. And there was very, there was one humorous moment, a scene where the children, like the middle, he, Toto's like about, let's say seven or eight or so. And he's taking like a test in school and like the older, people like alfredo being one of them like come in and like, take basically like the equivalent nice school test. yeah yeah so like Alfredo's like help me out <laughs> like total like, like sort of like signs to him that he'll agree to do it if he lets the, lets him want to protect this and so he like crumples up the the test and, like you know ships it to him so that was a funny moment and like you can see like them building like a relationship throughout and like of course becoming like again like a mentor like sort of big brother um apprentice almost the total becomes to, and then when the like an unfortunate fire, like you said, the the film catches fire and during um, a beautiful moment too. Yes, we had we have to talk about what, that. Yeah, an awesome part of the film, yeah. which we will get to maybe in style. But yeah. <clears throat> while this is happening, the film catches fire and it burns uh, Alfredo and thus thus blinds him and means he can't be productionist anymore. But luckily, if you will, at that point, Toto has learned enough to take over the job. So yeah, I mean, and I really love when Alfredo was being like sort of not stern, but like more adult and like trying to impart lessons especially when toto's become a um, teenager slash like young man and just overall like god sorry the blue-eyed girls <laughs> yeah yeah and like he's also oh yeah which reminds me that alfredo often gives him like movie quotes because he's seen like every fucking movie of yeah. course so like that was a nice touch but yeah i mean i thought he was a really strong character was comedic when he needed to be but was serious and again mentally when when it called for that and yeah, a really, really great um, sort of dynamic chemistry between them. So, mm. yeah, uh, I know there are others, but I'll let you guys. Speak Alfredo about was great. Uh, I I want to give a I want to talk about his mother, whose name was Maria in the movie. Mm. I think that both actresses, both actresses who played her, did was a really there because I thought it was just the same one made to look older. No, it was a lot. Some were, of the other ones there were but, two. Okay. Um, and the younger one is really like brutal on him in the beginning of the movie she's beating him she does every single time you see her. A number of times. she's an italian mother and uh yeah so and then like <laughs> during his teen years she seems like a lot more loving and like you know he didn't get the wooden spoon though he didn't get the spoon no i mean not that we saw <laughs> not on screen but i thought that she did a really good job and i want to mention the his his girlfriend uh elena who it was interesting seeing the development of their thing like she wasn't on screen all that much but she was a True. huge presence in the middle of this movie yeah. which was really cool like she was away a lot or like behind the window you know when he was standing there waiting for her but you felt her 
as a big part of this movie. And I think it, I think she did a really good job in the, in the moments With that she, she had on him. screen to make her presence felt and known, like as, as to why he was, you know, pining after her. So enamored with her, yeah. Um, so I'll I'll stick with those for now. I I know you've got a couple, Ian. That quirky townsfolk. Yeah. Hey. Actually, I have to give this Italian movie village credit for the thread they put through this for all of the uh, townsfolk to grow. Not that they develop much. I a lot of them are like one dimensional characters. Mm-hmm. Sure, but but they're still there. And like, oh, that guy's appeared again. Hey, I, uh, like it, it, it. They really developed a sense of like old friends you haven't seen in a while mm. reappearing yes. on yes. screen later on. But one of my favorite characters was the priest. He had much more of an impact at the beginning of, mm. uh, and in a way, I think it was brilliant the way they, as his role in the world. Started so diminishing. Yeah. His role in the movie started diminishing yeah. until, hey, remember me? Oh, I was late. <laughs> barely yeah, uh, I didn't even get off. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's a nice. I didn't think about that, but it's a very nice parallel. Yeah, but uh, he he was comedic timing. And although and I really like when uh, Toto comes back, there's a different priest with a different altar boy. Yeah. And like to show just some things change and some things stay the same, uh, but it's not always, you know, sure. yeah. Yeah. Um, village idiot. <laughs> I mean, the guy who won the lottery and then both the cinema. I mean, every one of these characters is memorable to a certain extent. And I have to give him credit. Like, just random people in the theater. The like, spitter? <laughs> yeah, this just guy who is, he's, uh, seems wealthier than the rest of the town. So he's on a balcony and just spits down on them until they get revenge on him at the end. <laughs> yes. uh, the guy who always falls asleep in the theater. Yeah. And people are putting, like, uh, bugs in them. his mouth and things like that. Uh, it's cool overall. Yeah, it's great. Like, you know, th- these characters are fairly like the characters from the cinema are fairly one-dimensional but they also i feel like they all have a story within this film (laughs) even though you don't get to really know it they all i feel like they all have a character arc we just don't get to know what it is yeah i mean mean, that's a really uh, interesting even even given like the the limited like um dimension they are like you still like or recognize them, you know right? I mean? Like, like you said, like you come back and like, oh, that guy, hey, that guy's still here. You yeah, know? like he's older, but he's doing the same shit, like pretty much. So yeah, it was always enjoyable to see them, like and like, I like the ticket taker guy, which is Alfredo is like, I guess like mm-hmm. sort of partner in the theater. Like when he gets older, like, um, that was enjoyable. Like again, he's popping up, like, hey, Toto, good to see you after thirty years. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, and, and the way uh, one character that really came back at the end was the guy who bought the theater, uh, and to see him actually. Slightly broken about its uh, mm. uh, demolition. Yeah, like I said, like things yeah, was, something it was, it changed. Was, uh, things melancholy. Yeah, I I also wanted to mention for slightly. I wish they had done more with this character. Mm-hmm. Now that we're on the subject, um, his sister mm-hmm. was. You only really get anything. True. She was barely about mm-hmm. her at all in the beginning, and then she's just asleep every time you see her during his childhood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think she was sickly as Yeah, I think so too. I think but I, like, I gathered that yes, as well. But. I, I, I wondered, you know, what her deal was a little bit when I, when I was watching this movie. But, uh, overall, the supporting characters are super strong in this. And I really loved, uh, watching them create this town. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name of the town, but all the townsfolk of that town were quite well done. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a one. <laughs> okay. Steven. Mm. Dialogue. Dialogue. Dialogue was. It wasn't like it didn't pop. I want to say, but it was very strong, just natural dialogue. It was the things that this small Italian town would be saying to each other. And yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the dialogue a lot in this movie. Uh, there was just every 
conversation that happened felt full of like something other than what exactly that conversation was. It felt full of like history, right? Like everybody kind of knows each other in a small town as like we're going through and like, you know, you have the, the conversation that's happening, but you also have like all the history behind it. Somewhat of an and undercurrent. It felt like, yeah, it just felt like such a full world and the dialogue really helped contribute to that. I, I enjoyed his uh, chemistry with, Elf- with Salvatore's chemistry with Alfredo and, you know, all of the uh, hurt and anger that his mother was like holding in when she when he was younger kind of bubbled out in like her anger towards him and then you'd see as that kind of subsided during his teenage years she was much like kinder and uh more calm a bit more reserved and things like that so like there's all this stuff that comes out through dialogue that you kind of get when you think about it a little bit deeper and i really appreciate that about a movie and this movie does it really well yeah, man. I mean, if nothing else, like, just all the conversations between Alfredo and Toto yeah. were pretty fantastic. And yeah, you're right. Like, it's not like, again, we overuse this, but you invented it, so I'm just going to throw it back in your face. It's not Sorkin-esque shit right. ever, but it's all very believable. And it's it's humorous when it needs to be. It's slapsticky here and there, but it's also serious and dramatic when it needs to be that. Well, I, here's – so it's strange is that, yeah, it has that element, but a lot of the secondary characters have comedic – yeah. They've like, got their uh, moment in the spotlight or yeah. two, even. Hey, what does the crawl say? I don't know. I can't read it. I'm illiterate, too. <laughs> um, uh, the the village idiot. Yeah. This this your special square? This is my square. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Everyone needs to leave. This is my square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Little it, things like that. There's a lot of like nice moments in there of, I would say, great humor, but good humor. Yeah. And I, and, and I laughed. Yeah. Like, Nicely placed. Quite a bit through this. Yeah. Exactly. And considering it's subtitles that i'm reading mm. uh, so, uh just a joke being presented to me and i'm laughing at that i think that's yeah it's, it's a good it's similar to um we did the magician recently ish and uh, similar to that so it comes through in tone but like a, it's also seemingly a good translation because of that because you you're not like removed from it yeah. you can still read it and like you'll be in on the joke and, and laugh along and then again like i said when there's more serious dramatic moments you can also like be in the moment with that mm-hmm. so i'm giving it a one for sure one Okay, on to style with me. There's so much to say. Yeah, I don't know. Pick something and start off with it. <laughs> so much good to say that is all. How they weave the era of film that they're playing on the television with the era of reminiscing. It's almost a kind of... Like you can almost imagine that his memories of these events aren't 100% correct. It's almost like he's mm. melding it with the era that he's remembering the uh, in the film that he loved. So there's a thing where they're showing. I, I believe this is what you want to talk about. Um, one, uh, uh, Kurt. Uh, it's 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 towards the end of the movie where everyone's on the boat mm-hmm. on, on the gondolas or whatever they are on the river, and uh, the storm hits. And uh, uh, Kirk uh, Douglas, I believe, is the yeah, actor. I remember, yeah, but that scene replicates what I imagine and he's like lying in the rain laughing like well, I remember Kirk Douglas films like <laughs> right. like uh, uh, dramatic and like the I thought it was Ben Herder actually watching I first, thought it was at it first was, yeah. I thought it was Spartacus it was, or something no I think it was um, Ulysses uh, was one for sure that show, but I don't remember the exact film the, yeah. the Charlie Chaplin era they, I felt like the comedy that they were going for hmm. was more uh, slapstick in that vein yeah um, so I don't know there's this it's not overdone it's incredibly a subtle touch to it but it's 
it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it all it yeah. all matches and melds well. So I think there's another scene that you want to talk about. So I'll let you talk about that one. If it wasn't the boat scene, or if it was, let me know. Uh, well, there is one okay. that I want to talk about. Uh, yeah, I think you know what I want to talk about. But, but just like yeah, in general, man, I was very like even from the opening shot, the way it, like pans out um, to the like the countryside, and his mother is trying to get a hold of Toto to tell him that Alfredo has died, and then every shot like in the in the theater, especially for sure, like there are many like because he's in the projectionist booth, it's like through that. So you can you know, you sort of like peeking through like him checking on the movie and like that um they have to adjust it when it's out of focus and so forth. But just like the lighting also was fucking amazing. Like I said, tied back in yeah. the themes when they cut to like um a statue of the Virgin Mary or whatever, and then it cuts like right back to them in the theater. So it's very nicely juxtaposed to that. And yeah, just like sort of the warm sunlight that pervades this town, it seems, at least from what we not, just now that you mentioned it, because of his memories, yeah. like it might be like somewhat like, you know, um, how shall I say? It's not quite reality, but that's how he remembers it feeling like. Mm. So that was all very nice. So yeah, so other, like, it's cinematography is very impressive to me. I'm gonna give it a one, and I'll let you talk about a scene or two that you wish to. Yeah, the uh, so just to go off what you guys said, the cinematography excellent. Uh, that boat scene, like that that perfect timing of like her. Uh, his, you know, his girlfriend showing up and like kissing him, like while he's laying back, yeah. like that's it's a such a scene moment. out of like, uh, you know, <laughs> exactly. out of a, you know, a romance from that era or something. Mm-hmm. The one scene that I wanted to mention was the uh, scene right before the cinema burns down. It, uh, so they are they have a they have a film showing and then it ends and everybody's kicked out and they're all like about to mob the place to watch it again because what else do you have to do in this small town and he uh Alfredo turns to uh Toto and says shall we give them what they want and then puts a mirror in front of the uh projector and projects and like there's this slow pan yeah, of the fucking awesome. Looks of so cool. the the screen like going across the wall and like small on the inside of the um of the, booth. the booth and it goes across and then finally it gets to the window and he just projects it up onto a building across house. the way <laughs> yeah the guy comes out is like what the hell and it, and it goes back inside but like projects it up on a building across the way and it's just like this beautiful moment of this whole town like just stops and watches the movie and then they start clamoring because they can't hear any sound he's like well i guess we'll give that to them too and he like puts up a speaker and they start watching it and then at that you know, at the at the moment of like when you're happiest, of course, he tells uh, Toto to go downstairs. Which, if Toto hadn't gone downstairs, maybe this all would have been avoided. But uh, Alfredo tells Toto to go downstairs and watch it. So he goes down uh, with the rest of the town. And while that's happening, the film starts to burn and starts a fire in the in the booth and almost kills Alfredo. Salvatore comes comes in and and rescues him. Uh, but that's like such a perfect scene. That whole sequence was fucking great. But there's also the priest is trying to get half price. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. I was like, you've yeah. got one thing. He's trying moment, to sell tickets. There's a little levity with the gritty priest yeah. in there yeah. along with the uh, uh, benefactor uh, Alfredo. Oh, yeah. so good. So good. And uh, as you mentioned a little bit earlier, Ian, the sound, the, the score is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to mention uh, one other thing that I really noticed is the visual touchstone of the lion's head being the... I was uh, going to mention that too. ...where yeah. you project, where they project through. Mm. was really cool, like, recurrent. They put that up in the new cinema when they rebuilt it after the fire. And, uh, you know, it's... And, and I, I believe as he's going through... Yes. It's, yes, like, uh, on the, the ground. The wreckage, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's... Uh, it's and it's, like... And it's, like, just that image of that, like, completely destroyed is, is heartbreaking. Like, so... It, 
the visual imagery of this movie is just so good, and that's like one of the big touchdowns of it. Yep, agreed. And one last thing: the final scene is. I'm going to reinforce this over and over again. One of the best final scenes of a movie I've seen in a very, very long time. It it's is quite top notch. Uh, Ian himself uh, said he watched it a number of times. Like just well, that I scene. love the music. Yeah. I love this. It's it, it is works, really great though. Works for so sure. Well. I don't know if it works in isolation of having never seen it before. Right. It might be impactful. But for everything it means for the movie, mm, and true. now it means for me for the rest of my life. All right, Scott, recommendation. Uh, yes, I do. And like you said, so we're sort of venturing out into somewhat unfamiliar waters uh, with doing like foreign films or at least non-American films that I've been calling them. But yeah, this is like apparently like I knew of it, but I never, other than the fact that it existed and recognized the name, I wasn't familiar with it in any other way. And yeah, now having seen it, I definitely recommend it. It is one of the cooler films i've seen and it's from i believe the year it was made in 88 or 89 i believe something, yeah, something like that so it's weird it's got it's got release dates of 88 89 and 90 various places it might have been like internet. where it like premiered like whatever country like yeah. outside of italy it won best foreign yeah. film yeah and a number of other ones yeah. and like they 20 other like <laughs> recognitions i think it won best yeah it won best foreign film oscars and like cons and fucking yeah you know, a whole bunch of other stuff so yeah so like i definitely do recommend it um like i said you might not be as familiar with it but I, it's worth a watch for sure because it is impactful. And you definitely can see its influence to a degree, even to this day, on, on if not everything, on film, films in, in certain angles, certain aspects. Mm. Like it's like one of you, like, uh, you, one of you mentioned Call Me By Your Name. I'm like, yeah, I noticed that while I was watching it. And then I forgot about it. And then when you reminded me, I'm like, yep, that's right. I meant to very say that myself. Yeah. But certainly I do recommend it. It is very well done film, very impressive, and still definitely stands. Yeah, it makes me want to uh, check out some more Italian cinema, see kind of what preempted this and, and what came because of it, uh, I think would be yep. a really interesting, you know, we, we've got Life is Beautiful and Call Me By Your Name, but that's two of probably a ton I'm sure of there are many more. stuff. I think you know? uh, the Beyond Italian film came before this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's probably a direct descendant of that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, this is this is a great, it's a great film. I highly recommend watching it. It, it came highly recommended before mm -hmm. this. I've heard about it in a number of like, you know, a number of other places. Sure. Uh, I've been watching it. Random uh, shout out to the Good Place. I've been watching the Good Place, and at the end of the last season, they did a very obvious uh, like homage, or reference homage to it, to it yeah. and I didn't get it until I kind of heard someone else talk about it. And now that I've seen this, I'm like, oh wow, this is an homage to the final scene mm -hmm. in Cinema Paradiso. There you go, uh, Cinema Paradiso. Did it myself. So yeah, it's it's check it out. It's very good. It's one of the. It should be in the canon of like really great uh, cinema. As it is. And it is. <laughs> and, and yeah, it deserves its place. I guess I should have said yeah. that. <laughs> I love this film. Maybe it's my place in life right now, but it's up there with some of my favorite ones. I would rewatch this. I probably, I might actually purchase this mm -hmm. uh, because it really did. It, I, I, as I said, I watched Sparked the ending. You know, yeah, I love the idea of the entire arc that he goes through. This, I, I love old cinema as well. Yeah. We have Charlie Chaplin right behind us. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to. We should. I'm gonna get a bunch more, more of these up. now. But nonetheless, <laughs> I'm. Uh, yeah, I, I fully, fully give a 100 percent recommendation to this. So, yeah, man. Uh, all right. Absolutely. Well, scores nine. Mm -hmm. Nine uh, overall. I'll give it nine for the same reason. Yep. Well, I think that's damn. Yeah, it's damn up there. And and not for a fault of it. It just it so happens yeah, on our just scale. the nature of the story. Yeah. It was yeah, like it was a default. It wasn't like a lacking or like again a mm -hmm. failure on the part of it. 
But, yeah. I, I, the the final scene music is playing through my head right now. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Ian Manser, though, and here at Scatola. And uh, Cinema Paradiso Bellissimo. <laughs> See you University. Ciao. See you next time. Editing and engineering by Scott Thurla. Music by Christopher Morton. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes for the shows, and on Facebook and Twitter for updates. Or mods?